Hello, Guitar Smarts listeners. This is an important announcement. Please don't skip ahead. We start this podcast with a special message. Way back in 2021, Guitar Smarts had the pleasure of interviewing the utterly fantastic Matt Long. Matt is a multiple award-winning British blues guitarist and lead singer of the British blues band Catfish and hard rock outfit The Revenant Ones. He joined us for episode number 20 and was a truly gracious guest who spoke about his career, his childhood, guitars and meetings his hero, Joe Bonamassa. Well, Matt needs your help. Through 2023, Matt has been undergoing treatment for bowel cancer, and his recent prognosis has meant that to extend his life and retain a chance of survival, he needs to seek private treatment outside of the NHS. Matt's family have set up a GoFundMe page that is linked in the Guitar Smarts link tree in the description of this podcast. And we at the Guitar Smarts podcast would like to invite each and every listener to consider donating towards this fund that could well save the life of one of the brightest guitar talents of our generation. Now is the time, folks. Head on over to the link in the description to find the GoFundMe page. Donate what you can. Your donation could save a life. Thank you. Enjoy the podcast. Have you ever tried yeah. using combined, you know, um, <laughs> suspended arpeggios together to yeah. solo yeah. over a, an yeah. altered chord progression or something? And then he'll go, and then stop and just go, like that. Like that. And you go, Rick, there is no way like that applies yeah, in, this, in this setting. Greetings, welcome back to the Guitar Smarts Podcast, the podcast for gigging and hobbyist guitarists all over the world. Hope you're keeping safe and well. This week, Kieran and myself are talking about YouTube. Now, there's no better place online than YouTube to find quick song lessons for those debt gigs, to look for lessons on technique, music history, even tech specs, reviews, and guitar setup top tips. But there's also no better place to be confronted with piles and piles of misinformation and poor quality content. Who do we trust? Who's creating useful content? And who can we recommend to our Guitar Smarts listeners? Kieran and myself will be giving you our favourite and most trusted YouTube channels so you can go and subscribe and dig deep into their shows. Housekeeping. Remember to like and subscribe to this podcast on your preferred podcast app. Why? Because you will get alerts when a new podcast is released and that means you won't miss another show. And if you liked and subscribed because you like the show and listen to us regularly, then use the links in the description of this show to leave us a rating or a review. This is the best way to support us and it helps us to grow. There are links in our description to our social media pages too, links to our Buy Me A Coffee page if you do feel generous. Come and see us on the social pages and we'll be happy to see you there, especially on the Guitar Geek Hangout page where you can interact with Kieran and myself and everyone else there uh, on the Guitar Geek Hangout. That's about enough from me, let's get to it. Matt, it is good to see oh, you. Oh, likewise, man. It's been too long. We've been off for summer. We, oh, we've gone to... Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, was just, you know, I was just checking my... Because I have a... Every week I always record my audio into the same project right. like, in Reaper, right? Yeah. And um, it's just kind of like... Pod, it's called a pod, uh, podcast worksheet where I always like record the intros and outros yeah. and stuff like that. So I've got like one folder for all that. And the last time that we recorded was Friday the 29th of July. I'm like, oh, I've That's a long time. I've seen Karen for over a month. August, completely out the window. 
didn't happen apparently for guitar smarts, did it? <laughs> I know, I know. We, we, I think we both reached a critical mass with work yeah. and family and everything, and we just went, we need holiday, which yeah. was unfortunate for the podcast recordings because we love doing these and yeah, it's, a hi- it's a highlight of the week. But um, family time, holiday time, and things needed to happen. But but I, I had a good one. Yeah, How about yeah, you? Me How too. About you? Did I've you had a fantastic, fantastic. Yeah. Summer. I mean, oh, work's been a bit brilliant. mad, but I'd, I've, it's, yeah, it's yeah. been manageable. I've had a, good. you know, we had a nice week off down on the south coast and yeah. we've done loads of family stuff every weekend. Like we've been to Longleat, we've been to all over, all, you know. Just, <laughs> You know, loads of loads of stuff. It's been brilliant. And Dan, you know, Dan's back to school today. It's his first day back today. So Yeah. Yeah, so it's been good. We, uh, what about what about yourself? Uh, yeah. Great time with the family. Went went on holiday as yeah. well. Went to Longleat. Did you? <laughs> yeah. Where did you go to Longleat? Uh, I went for my birthday. I was there uh, on August the 17th. We were there. Oh. Yeah. Which yeah. was, hang on, we went there last Saturday. Okay. Which was, what was that? Oh, like the, yeah, the 26th. <laughs> How we just missed each other by a week at Longley. Yeah, uh, I didn't even know you were going there. No, God. it's crazy. It's nice though, isn't it? It was good, wasn't it? It was really uh, yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, really absolutely. Good. How bizarre is that? Yeah. I mean, still, we're obviously kind of like some kind of, you know, tuned in somehow. We this always happens. Like stuff happens during the week when we haven't spoken, uh, yeah. and and then and then we'll come together, and, and our lives have won, run some weird parallel, uh, even though we haven't uh, no. spoken. <laughs> but but for, for anybody wondering, especially our international audience, Longley is a is a safari park in yeah. the UK. Believe it or not, you can go on safari in the UK, and yeah, yeah arguably, arguably, it's not the same thing as going on safari and. Tanzania or somewhere, no. but um, um, it's it's a pretty good family day out. Yeah, uh, and but it but it's quite a long way from from where either of us live. It's a good few hours drive. Yeah. So the fact that we we both ended up there with enough week. Yeah, that's just it's the first time I've ever been. Yeah. It's the first time. I've ever been. And <laughs> did you yeah. do the whole Ooh, thing? Oh, did we did. The yeah, we did. Well, well, well I, yeah. I mean, it's a big place, right? Is yeah. It, no, no, we didn't no. do the house. We didn't <laughs> do the house. Yeah. But we did like the train ride. We went through the maze. Yeah. Kids went yeah. in the big play park, you know, with the castle, and the wash splash pad, and everything. And yeah. then, you know, we had a lunch there, and then we went around the zoo where you can see all yeah. the animals. And then we went and did the safari where we drove out yes. of Longleat and drove around into the safari park itself, and, it. uh, and, uh, and witnessed it. just you know lions and tigers just lying around, just been doing nothing really. It's I just, know, amazing, <laughs> isn't it? Did you, did your car uh, remain intact? Uh, the monkeys have I, asked you know it. what? I didn't go through the monkey pen because I didn't want right. you know my car getting torn apart. We've done it before though. We have done oh, have. we've done the okay. safari part before, but not the whole. Uh, you know, it was more about the, uh, the the rest of the part that we haven't done before. Um, yeah. Plus, we got it cheap on Tesco vouchers, so we were like, oh, oh no, bonus, <laughs> bonus. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, that's probably probably enough about Safari Park to the UK. Shouldn't we be talking about lawns now? Oh, yeah. It makes a change from from the condition of our lawns, which have clearly suffered due to the UK drought. Yeah. Hosepipe bands. We're in a drought. I think Bob Geldof's going to have a concert for us at some point soon. (laughs) (laughs) Let's hope it's better than the last one. (laughs) What was that? Live? Live? uh, I don't know. Eight or something? I don't know. What was it? Yeah, I can't yeah. Remember. Was it? It was eight. Was it in two thousand and eight? Something was like that. that. It was. I, mean, I can't yeah. remember. 
Anyway. I've got it on DVD somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> <Let's>, uh, <laughs> I never, haven't watched it. So, so, so our listeners aren't just listening to us fumbling with information that we don't fully understand or know. That's, um, true. that's true. Should <laughs> we talk about something we might know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, I was going to ask. So, so we haven't spoken for for about a month because of holidays and stuff. But yeah, yeah. I was wondering, have you still been gigging? Have you still had any gigs? Have you mm. been playing much? Practicing much? What have you been up to? Um, well, actually, having said that, August the the band takes a hiatus as well for various holidays. Um, which ironically I've had the most uh, contact from venues and pubs throughout August because it seems like other bands have done the same so I've had so many people contacting me going can you do this gig can you do this gig this band's let us down or cancelled or or whatever so um, but no we took a break in August we had a really busy July a good run of gigs in July um, and then we deliberately took August off um, but uh, it's all kicking back off again and 2nd of September now. So um, got a wedding gig uh, this mm. evening. Um, nice. B- big wedding gig and then another wedding gig next weekend with the band. So yeah, things are, things are kicking off again uh, mm-hmm. for September. So... Um, so yeah, since I last sp- spoke to you, I've done a few gigs. Gig to Les Paul for um, uh, one of the gigs that I did just before the break, which I said what, I was going to do. In, instead of the Strat? Instead of the Strat. Oh, yeah, I did that. I've been talking about doing that. So uh, how that did that feel? Tell, tell us about that, because did, did you find yourself playing differently through the night? Or? Uh, well, uh, yeah, mate. And actually something, something well... <laughs> It wasn't. It wasn't the best. It wasn't the best moment of my gigging career. I must oh. admit, actually. Um, so we'd actually gone to the pub. It was just a pub gig. Um, so I thought, actually, this one, this is quite uh, a nice one just to try it out. It's not a wedding or anything like that. It's kind of a nice, straightforward pub gig and a, and a pub we play quite quite frequently on the on the kind of uh, area circuit kind of thing so yeah it was like this is a great one just to, to try out the Les Paul so I put some different pedals on the board that I knew worked really well with the Les Paul mm-hmm. we managed to get down to the venue very early because we know the landlord and uh, there was a few numbers that we actually wanted to play in that evening's set some new ones so the landlord was really cool he said well actually the pub's going to be empty in the afternoon before we open if you guys just want to come down set up early and do your rehearsal here um, you can do that. So mm. we thought, actually, that's quite a nice thing to do. Why not? Free rehearsal space. We'll put the figure out the new numbers and, um, mm. and go from there. So we had a nice little rehearsal in the afternoon, played for a couple of hours, and all was good. Les Paul sounding amazing. Uh, really, I was just like, yeah, this sounds great. And especially as a, what I did appreciate was the fullness and the richness and the warmth of that sound, especially as one guitarist trying to fill out the, the, the gig. It's all right? about the mids, isn't it, with a Les Paul? Mm. Don't you think? Nothing quite has the mids like a Les Paul has. It really helps, you know, and um, obviously it's a comfortable place for me to be on on Les Paul anyway, but I did wonder how it would, you know, uh, work with some of those more kind of stratty single core sounds that I needed for some of the kind of more funkier numbers that we have in the set. But do you know what? It was absolutely, absolutely fine. It it cuts through and and in the the mix of a band, Mm. no no one's going to go, oh, that doesn't sound quite single coil enough. Mm. You should be using a strat. So it was all good. But... But here's the but. About halfway through the first set, um, bearing in mind I've been playing quite a bit in the afternoon, the most bizarre thing happened to me that has never happened in the 25 plus years that I've been gigging or indeed playing guitar. Okay. And 
right in the middle of a song, my entire left hand went into full cramp and spasm and all my fingers literally locked up in this bizarre twisted position. And it was the weirdest, scariest experience that I can describe, especially when you're the only guitarist in a band and you're trying to hold down the rhythm section of a, of a pretty, pretty fast paced song. Oh and yeah, it was really fucking scary. Pardon my French. Uh, <laughs> so, sorry. Uh, so, so anyway, you know, thankfully, as I said, pub we know well, audience that we know well, I just turned around to the band and just sort of just like, yeah, this has happened. Everyone was super, and, and look, again, credit, credit to the fact that um, this, the band that I'm playing with are just a super nice bunch of people, right? They, we took a break. Some folks from the audience got me some ice and got me yeah. some ibuprofen for my hand. It was it was just literally a serious cramp. Now uh, I put it down. This has never happened to me before, so I put it down to a couple of things. One, and this is this is lessons for the road, right? This yeah, is, absolutely. This, I'm this really interested by this. Yeah, because this was this wasn't this wasn't funny, and thank God it wasn't a wedding gig or something, you know, like that where it it would have been a killer moment for the whole evening. But you know, this was a, this was a pub we know well with an audience we know well. So it was a we took a short. 10 minute break and you know thankfully my hand sorted itself out and I got on with the rest of the gig pretty unscathed and everything was Mm -hmm. fine but lessons one I hadn't eaten properly that day um because because we'd had that earlier rehearsal during the day um I hadn't eaten properly so I was and it was you know blisteringly hot summer right we've been having here so I think I was probably a little bit dehydrated and maybe you know lack of potassium or whatever hadn't Mm -hmm. eaten properly and maybe that caused the cramp possible possible more likely that's the first time i played a les paul in months and months and months oh. and my my standard because i've just been playing the strat religiously yeah, right yeah. and practicing at home on the strat and everything mm. right different neck shape different body weight and mm. more importantly and we've spoken about this on the podcast before and i and i my, again my 17 year old self is gonna is gonna hate hate myself now <laughs> but you know i put i put on the les paul slung low yeah right yeah heavy guitar slung low 10 gauge strings versus the nine gauge on a on a strap yeah and it was a completely different playing position that my hand and body was in yeah and i think the main reason my hand experienced that was the playing angle of my wrist with the guitar strung so low yeah playing all these complex fast positions right but only guitarist in a band so you're constantly working mm-hmm. right you're not just doing little fill-ins here and there you're constantly playing to keep mm-hmm. it going mm-hmm. i literally I literally could just f- think my hand just was just like you know this guitar is too low uh it's a different neck profile it's really heavy he- well noticeably heavier strings than you're used to on a strat and it and it just reacted badly to it so I raised up the guitar for the second set, mm-hmm. raised it a bit higher, um, not kind of like stupidly high, but... <laughs> yeah, it, it, your guitar didn't have a chest size for the second, it, for the second it, set. It, 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 exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, and, and, I got, and I got through it, but yeah, I'm wondering what to do tonight. I'm wondering what to do tonight, because actually this is the first time I've had any nervousness and trepidation about mm-hmm. going to a gig and playing a gig for any physical limitation. Yeah. Right. You know, when you get ill and you feel like you've got a cold or yeah. whatever, or you're feeling a bit under the weather, you can battle through it and you can get on with the gig. And yeah. God knows when I was younger, how many gigs I did with hangovers mm. and sleepless nights as a, as a teenager when you've been partying and all of that, mm. all of that, you know, you can get through a gig if you're feeling a bit rough, mm. but the unexpected, 
unexpected nature of what happened to me on that gig is worrying me tonight. So I don't know whether I should just uh, go, go with the str- go with the strat and and I think play it if, safe. If, if you want to, if you want to ease your kind of anxieties about the night, go go with the strat. But I think you've already identified yeah a lot of reasons why it happens. Cramps a preventable thing, right? And the other thing it that is. you didn't mention, uh, which I'd ask is, do do you warm up your left hand properly well, before you gig? Because that, yeah, you know, there's some point. guitarists out there. I remember when I was good at ACM, point. one of the teachers at ACM was a guy yeah. called Dave Kilminster, who's mm-hmm. who's uh, who's now like Roger Waters' guitarist. Mm. You know, he's done mm. for Stephen Wilson, yeah. very very proficient guy. And yeah, he was sure. off for the first year I was at ACM. He was off teaching because he right. he spent a year recovering from an RSI induced in, injury in really? his left arm. His, his left arm's covered in scars from operations he had on having to <sighs> because he was a, such a technically proficient guitarist. But he said yeah. he spent his whole young career doing all this stuff and he said he never warmed up he'd go straight into practice sessions Same. and try and doing Same. ridiculous stuff and, and now and then and then he had that injury that nearly ended his guitar playing career came back to Crikey. guitar playing it's fine now but even then in ACM he said he wouldn't start playing guitar for, for one moment without going through a proper left hand and right hand warm up routine where he's doing exercises to stretch his right. muscles and his arms and to loosen yeah. up to proper get movement going to make sure he's warm and his hands are up to temperature and then he'll start doing easy things on the guitar just to bring things and he's slowly bring his body up to the point where it's ready and I, and I wonder whether that's part of it as well whether you've gone straight into a be. gig picked up the guitar you've not warmed up and your left hand it's like anything right you know any mm-hmm. athlete or anybody they mm-hmm. would do stretches and things like that to yeah. ready their body and to improve performance and I think you should consider that as well I, I think you're absolutely right and I've heard <laughs> it didn't take long it didn't take long into the podcast, but I've but I've heard Lukather talk about this as well. Right? <laughs> Sorry, I said that just as you took a sip of spit that your drink all over the microphone. Yeah. But I've heard Lukather talking about this as yeah. well as one of his top tips for guitar playing when he's doing one of his kind of completely incomprehensible lessons uh, or tone tips, right? Which yeah. no one understands, but we all watch because he's just a genius. But one of the things he said is like, "Man, seriously, take time to warm up because that's the biggest." thing and it and if it starts to hurt stop that's your body yes. telling you stop and wait don't try and play through it otherwise mm-hmm. that was the other thing i was worried about on the gig was like if i play through this yeah. you know Lucas mm-hmm. told me not to so you know and Lucas, uh, you know what would Lucas do that's the ethos you've all got to live by okay what would Lucas do what would Lucas do right now so <laughs> do but I, I can do that's what he do well clearly clearly uh, but look uh, you're absolutely right. And that's been on my mind as well. So what I've been doing, I, I haven't done it for the last couple of days, which is a bit silly because I, I yeah. haven't had the time, but I've been practicing at home with mm-hmm. the Les Paul, you know, slung at a comfortable height, but not stupidly low, but not a crazy high where again, it doesn't feel natural to me. And I've just been doing a few minutes a day, warming my hand up, getting used to it, trying to see if that problem replicates itself. And it, and it hasn't, thankfully, but just doing a little bit of um, warm up. And I think that's a key point. So what kind of things can we be doing to warm up before a gig? Um, like, like, what is it? Like hand stretches, just, chromatic, yeah, just some chromatic scales, based, just yeah. some gentle, hand gentle stretches. kind of passing notes and just trying to... You know. Anything that's working your forearm and your hand that in right. a gentle way... Yeah. It's just going to really help, right? I mean, I, I would generally kind of, you know, just just keep my left hand moving before yeah. before I'm gigging. Yeah. I mean, it, 
just literally just kind of, you know, I'm not really doing any exercises. It's not, I'm not trying to kind of overly stretch or overly, you know, mm-hmm. I don't want to tighten things up to, I'm not like punching fists and stretch. I'm just oh. trying to keep my left hand moving and keep it warm. Keep it warm. You know, okay. and just, um, and then when, you know, when usually for a gig, if we're doing a sound check or something like that, I keep my volume rolled down, obviously, whilst mm. other people are sound mm. checking, but I'll keep yeah. just playing the guitar, just running scales up and down slowly, nice and yeah, slowly. slowly Nothing, yeah. It's all yeah. got to be just slow movements just to yeah. get your hand, you know, ready because you don't want to go into, you know, that first song and just be completely mm. cold because then mm. your body's constantly trying to catch up and you're never going to feel right. So I think you'll be fine, mate. I think you'll be I'm absolutely sure fine tonight sure. as long as you're hydrated and you've, you know, you've eaten better yeah. today and you've, you do yeah. a bit of warm up beforehand. Yeah. In fact, I've been on a gig before of a bassist who had the same thing. Unfortunately, right. it was the last, it was like literally the last song, uh, okay. the second yeah. set, but yeah. About halfway through the song, and he was playing, and it wasn't his hand that cramped up; it was his entire left arm, and it, it actually cramped oh, up in such a way that he nearly, he nearly knocked himself out, like yeah. punched himself in the face. His arm just yeah. came away from the bass, and he just went back, just went up against his body, Jeez. and he kind of collapsed on the floor in yeah. pain because he didn't know yeah. what was going on. But it was literally just his whole left hand, his arm, and cramped up. Um, yeah. And and it was it was on a gig with Connor actually. Connor literally just went to the microphone and was like, "Good night, everybody." <laughs> <laughs> And that's it and just kind of it was almost like curtains you know yeah, uh, but yeah, it was yeah. scary yeah. because for what for a second we were like he's collapsed on the floor and he's holding his chest right. and what's, it's, what's exactly up? but it is actually yeah. his left arm had cramped up up against his chest and it was but it was right. man, it was a scary moment but um yeah, but yeah. good good lord that's even worse but yeah so yeah very good advice mate so um after we've set up you know what it's like with the wedding gig kind of thing we've got to be set up and sound checked by a certain time but then we've got a good few hours down yeah oh let me um, show you something quickly yeah go ahead sorry it's dodgy that i'm standing up after i've said that but just, <laughs> for our audience right. get one of still these fully i've got one of these good. which comes in handy it's just there's loads of cheap ones on amazon oh um, is it one of those string based thing yeah yeah, I've yeah. seen those. Right? I've just got yeah. it. It's got some. It's got some. You see some little. Obviously, our readers can't see this, but I will put a picture of it. Picture of it up on on uh, the Guitar Geek Hangout and on a thing. But what it is, it's just. Um, it's just like it's got like five little. I don't know. Why it's got five. You know, I can't get my thumb up there at the same time. But it's got That's five kind of. Uh, like things that you can press yeah. down and it's got yeah. some screws underneath it that you can set the tension so you can set the tension right. like really loose so it's no effort at all but I you like can that. effectively keep that in your gig bag and then if you've got half an hour or an hour sat around before the gig starts you can just sit there just kind of keeping your fingers warm Definitely a bit of light those. pressure just getting them moving and you can pick these up for like five or ten off Amazon definitely ordering one of those off Amazon I, I'd forgotten about those I'd never really seen the value in my head because no. when, when, it, when it doesn't happen you just think now nah, I don't need one of those. I'll well, just I do don't some, think there's any value in you know. terms of technique because you're not pressing strings no. down a centimetre at a time, are you? But I do no. see the value in it in a way of keeping your hand warm as a warm-up routine sure. and just having it just to warm your hand up and get those muscles moving without overly being strenuous on them or anything like that. Absolutely. Get one of those, man. Absolutely. Yeah, I'll get myself one of those. So, but yes, that's definitely what I will be doing is making sure I'm properly hydrated. I've had something to eat. And more importantly, as you say, I'm going to take my guitar off the stage, take it to the the, the kind of green room, whatever yeah. waiting area we've got. And I'm just going to sit there with it on my lap and half an hour before we go on, just do some gentle warm up exercises, make mm. sure everything's working as it should. And as you said, then I'll be fine. So, yeah, man, you'll be good. Yeah. 
Cool. Yeah, thanks, buddy. Good advice. Good yeah, advice. No How about you? How about you? How's, how's things been going with you on the on the playing front and practicing front? Or yeah. did, you, did the guitars did the guitars take a holiday as well during the guitars the mostly took a holiday? I mean, I had a that we the last time we recorded was the end of July, and my last gig was the weekend after we last recorded. Um, and my next gig is this weekend, so I haven't okay. really done yeah. anything. I've, just, I've literally been a holiday. I've been playing at home, doing some practice, mm. and taking the time to kind of um, uh, do a bit of playing that isn't just learning stuff for gigs because the mm. last time we talked we, it was all about being in a rut you know yes. and I feel like yes. I'm out of that now I feel like Great. the conversation that we had was really a big helper to that and I, I realised that um, for me I think getting out of a rut is is more is is not really I, I kind of it's just a psychological thing that I just got to mm. work through each time it happens and it kind of happens about a yearly basis and it's usually when um, you know I, I guess it's a combination of a few things you know my general mood you know and disposition and um, you know frequency gigs and mm-hmm. you know having time to to work on playing guitar and and eventually i kind of just start feeling like Ugh, i just can't can't find the enthusiasm at all for this and then i just just yeah. need some time to kind of let that pass and then just remind myself to pick up the guitar and do something that I know will make me feel better. And the thing for me is always just to learn something new that I, I, I couldn't do before. Not necessarily a technique, but like, you know, a song or a solo or something, just yeah. just spend an hour playing something and going, well, I'm going to try and play this and or that. And Because that's how I kind of, you know, I had guitar teachers when I was younger, but the, the thing I loved doing the most, like sticking on a record and, and mm. trying to learn by ear how to play something. And I still <laughs> yeah feel like that now you know i still love yeah. learning things by ear and um you know not looking for tabs and things like that just trying to figure out a way because invariably you end up doing it differently to how the, the other person's done it but then mm-hmm. you've kind of mm-hmm. come up with your own way and, and then that goes into your vocabulary and yeah. you'll be jamming along to something else and you go oh that bit from that solo has just come out and i haven't really yeah. thought about it and yeah. then then i realize i'm out of the rut that you know so yes. I've, you know yeah so this last month's yeah. really been about getting out of that and uh cool. yeah feeling good man so. Oh, I'm so pleased to hear it, man. I'm yeah. so, and look, you know, I think what we realised from doing that podcast episode is um, from comments on, on our social media and stuff is like everyone gets that and, and it's a totally normal thing and yeah. it is cyclical. It does happen. And it's part of that journey, isn't it? It's, it's yeah. part of the journey of, you know, trying to incrementally move yourself forward as a player and feel mm. like you're making, you know, you're getting better and you're getting more towards the kinds of things you want to do. But also recognising that, you know, everyone, even the greatest players in the world, have their own limitations and feel like they're you know they're yeah. stuck in a rut sometimes but i'm really pleased you've you've, you've kind of had some time to to, to, to get out of that because it's it, yeah I, i've been there myself as well mate and it's yeah unfortunately for me when that generally happens with my playing is i start going and buying stuff because that's the way to try and <laughs> it's, yeah, 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 yeah. Not, yeah. not necessarily expensive stuff but you know just stuff to try and get myself inspired again yeah. and that's that's not a that's not a solution that's that's never really the solution yeah. the solution is exactly what you described which is the solution is figuring something out that moves mm. your playing forward that makes you feel like you're getting better as a player because that inspires you to keep playing and doing more 
it's a it's a sticky plaster approach often i think just buying a new piece of gear to try and get you back into playing yeah well i think also it's kind of like you know feel the feeling and move on kind of thing mm. there's a part there's an element of that 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 occurred to me that you know which is you know being being in a run feeling you know a little bit depressed about my own guitar playing and where I'm, and how to move on from it or, you know it's kind of feel if initially it felt like something you've got to back out of like i need to find right. a way to come out of this mm-hmm. when really it's just a case of you just gotta yeah accept that that's where you are you, you know i mean i kind of thought you know um well yeah i'm, I'm not the guitarist i want to be but it doesn't mean i have to be fed up about it mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. i can carry on you know moving on and trying to learn things bit by bit be a better hey, try and turn it I, 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 I turned it on its head to say it's a good thing you've still got things to learn. You know, that's yeah, positive. Yeah. For because sure. sometimes for sure. learning for learning's sake is, is 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 better than just having something that you've learned. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like the process of yeah. learning itself is is, yeah. is almost the best part rather than the outcome. Yeah. So Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And and you know, if when you're telling yourself that, you know, I'm not the guitarist I want to be kind of thing, mm. just always remember that you are the guitarist I want to be. So oh. you know. <laughs> No, but, uh, but, a, that's a lovely thing for you to say. Thank you, man. Well, but I'm genuinely true. But also, um, it, it works for everyone, right? Because there's uh, like you know, there's always somebody that wants to be able to do what you can do on, yeah. on a guitar that yeah. they can't do, right? Yeah. And uh, I've been reminded of that when people come up to you at gigs and go, "Oh, your playing was great," or "You're doing this and you're doing that," and that sounds amazing, or "Wow!" And you're like, "You might be having a worse gig that you know." I've been, yeah. Oh, yeah. I can't stand my tone tonight. I'm not in the pocket. I'm just like, and the groove is not with me tonight and I'm, I'm not having a great night, but, but they're like, Oh, I wish I could play guitar like that. So, you, yeah. you know, so don't take for granted what you can do. That's is, a is really, lesson, really good point you know? as well. Perspective, have perspective yeah, on, perspective. on it. For yeah. sure. For well, sure. Ah, fantastic. Well, what a great catch up. Um, yeah. Sorry to interrupt this conversation. However, if you've made it this far, you should definitely subscribe to the show on your favourite podcast app. Go and do that now, then come right back. Let's get back to it. Well, so it's a nice, it's a nice segue, really, isn't it? So, to getting some inspiration though from 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 others and yeah. talking about maybe the guitarists we would like to be or people that inspire us and. Obviously, in this day and age, uh, YouTube is a huge is a huge kind of platform for uh, guitarists. I mean, I think I think you know there are guitarists and and guitar based stuff on on YouTube, which you know is is massively inspiring to people. You know, be it from a lessons perspective, be it from a uh, kind of you know improving your technique, improving your sight reading, improving your music theory, improving mm-hmm. your knowledge of the guitar as a functional instrument how to set it up you know how to make upgrades mods Mm. it's all there it is all there in a way that is oftentimes overwhelming but always just like a a pleasure you know there's no there's no dearth of knowledge now out there and and i often i don't know about you but i often find myself turning to youtube to to see the answer to a question that's plaguing me or or oftentimes if i can't find anything to watch on netflix i can lose days and hours on youtube because there's so much stuff there and You know, there's some great content creators out there doing stuff that that inspires me, helps me get out of a rut, stops yeah. stops stops me watching TV, and makes me go and pick up a guitar because I want to try and do something they've they've seen. So, 
um, we thought, well, it was, it was your idea for today, but we, uh, it's a great one that we that we have a chat about some of the the content on YouTube that we're that we're loving and and yeah, maybe maybe give our audience uh, some names and and channels they might not have heard of or ones that they that, that they, maybe they have and and can you know maybe on our social media our, our audience can also suggest after this episode some of the ones that that we should have mentioned that we didn't that would be a great idea i think if people do that it'd be really really help contribute to you know what we're trying to do but you mentioned about having you know youtube being a great place for all this information i find you know it, it to be you know such a fantastic resource but the problem is is that mm. there's almost too many there's almost too much yeah. you know like if i if i put in something like you know i want to learn the soul or to Sweet Home Alabama or something like that, you yeah. know. Like, yeah. um, I, I can press return and I can get you know ten thousand responses. So it's great that you've got it all there. But how do you choose what are the quality mm-hmm. channels? And I think mm-hmm. for me, I feel like I follow a handful of, of channels that uh, yeah. some of them are some of them you know are, are educational, some of them are equipment demo based, some of them are a bit more philosophical, mm-hmm. some of yeah. them are a mix of those things, especially. Uh, but the, for me, the high quality. Channels um, that you know, I think you really worth going to and, and seeing mm-hmm. some of these guys and listening to them because um, the frequent places that that you can go for reliable and really helpful information. Absolutely. Um, um, so, shall we make a start? I mean, I've made a list of wow, about five channels, kind of thing. Um, and the first one I wanted to mention is probably yeah. it's easily the biggest name on the list. Um, oh, and most people say it's mine. It's Rick Beato. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the, the musician. <laughs> musician <laughs> the musician's musician so rick beato right. has got a channel on youtube it's the biggest yeah. channel that i've got on my list i think he's got about okay. three or two million subscribers now uh-huh. um just huge and the quality of what he does is incredible um he does an incredible amount of uh, varying content right from technique and music education stuff right mm-hmm. the very mm-hmm. basics of theory all the way up to analyzing you know some of his favorite songs and why those songs great to production skill just such a fantastic it's like I think his channel he calls it Everything Music with Rick Beato and it really is everything music but he's an incredible musician and a great guitarist himself and yeah, his oh God, is he? isn't he fantastic yeah he's so great he's great follow wow. him on Instagram as well and he's, he's he mm. does a lot of stuff there but um, his channel I find so informative um, he's had some brilliant guests on I think because his channel's grown yes. so much now he's had some brilliant he's interviewed it, people like Sting recently Lucather which was a great interview he also interviewed Brian May which was fantastic. Oh. It's just some, mm. some great interview. And he, he's really a champion of great music. And, mm. uh, he's one of my favourites for sure because he explains things so well. I mean, he did, a, like, for example, he did a video the other day. Um, I think the video was called The Greatest Piece of Music Ever. And he was talking mm-hmm. about the outro music to the um, uh, E.T. movie. You know, John, right. John Williams's piece. Yeah. You know, and yeah. everyone knows his music from E.T. But he was he was playing it and, and kind of, you're listening to it thinking, wow, this, this might actually be the most brilliant mm-hmm. piece of music ever. Mm-hmm. And then he breaks it down on the piano to say, this is why it sounds so great. This is the these are the mm. techniques and the motifs and things that John Williams is using all within like mm. the major scale. And then he's doing something modal mm. here and you're just thinking, wow, I didn't realize that's how this works. You know, and I, it just sounds like a great piece of music. And you're thinking, how could he compose something so wonderful? And then Rick kind of goes, well, this is why there's so much tension and release. He just breaks it down for you. And it's a 10 minute video. Mm. And then he plays a piece mm-hmm. of music at the end and goes, you know, that's it. It's amazing. And yeah. just, just like having somebody online who can, 
not just be a great host for new music and for new artists mm-hmm. and for new skills and stuff, but who can take simple things that you that are, you know universally loved and enjoyed by people and explain the theory behind it or the technique behind it and just to give you information. Um, uh, she's just such a fantastic resource. I I I, I agree. I I I find him as a presenter really engaging like his studio backdrop and his studio that he presents from and works on it's it, it just looks like a dream place to yeah. go and sit in and play you yeah. know it just it, it just looks amazing for a start and he's got the piano in there he's got all the guitars yeah. but he's got this charisma and this passion and you know it feels like he's talking directly at you and you're having a conversation one to one which is a real skill it doesn't feel like he's just mm. kind of trying to speak to a camera he, you, you can make a connection yeah. with him i what I would say as a, and it's not a criticism, it's a, it's my own limitation. I do think his, a lot of his content, not all of it for sure, because mm. he does have a very good gift at demystifying and breaking down complex stuff into ways that people can try to understand it. But I do think he, his level of, of music theory and his ear and his kind of, you know, skill set is at such a high level mm. That I, that I think for a, for a listening audience, unless you're just watching his kind of guest interviews or whatever, I think, you know, you do have to have a, at least a kind of intermediary level of understanding of some of the music theory. I mean, some of his mm. TikTok videos, I mean, he, he has that classic catchphrase at the end after he's explained something in like 10 seconds yeah. where he just goes, like that. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, and you're watching it going, and there is no way that, the, 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 that you can yeah. use that flippant phrase like That's that. So true. As a, as, as a way of just saying to somebody, yeah. this is how easy it is. Just do yeah. it like that. Because yeah, clearly what crazy, t- like, have you ever tried yeah. using combined, you know, um, <laughs> suspended arpeggios together to yeah. solo yeah. over a, an yeah. altered chord progression That's or something? It. And then he'll go, and then stop and just go like that. Like that. And you go, Rick, there is no way like that applies yeah, no. in, this, in this setting because like, like that makes it seem like, you, you know, Jesus, anyone could do it. A monkey could do it. And clearly they oh, can't, but I know yeah. it's tongue in cheek for him. And, and clearly that's why we all love to hate him. But, yeah. um, I mean, he's a, f- I, he's phenomenal. He's, he's phenomenal. really phenomenal. I was watching some of his stuff last night and yeah, he's just, he's just, he's just a cool dude. And again, to have, to have that level of knowledge, just mm. wow. Mm. Just wow. It's mm. inspiring. It is inspiring oh, yeah, and, sure. and frustrating for me in equal measure. Yeah. But yeah, he's great. He's good. So moving on, who's next? Who's, who's, who's on your list? So, well, somebody that is probably equally impactful on YouTube and, uh, you know, if you're a guitarist, probably a household name if you're a guitarist and into mm-hmm. guitar playing. But I would say pitches his lessons in inverted commas um, because he does. it's not just guitar lessons. He talks about tone and other stuff guitar yeah. related. But it, it's pitched much more, at, I would say, a beginner to intermediate level. Right, mm-hmm. and and that's and that's uh, Marty Marty Schwartz. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. of course, yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Uh, So his channel, um, uh, I can't say it in anything but an American esque <laughs> accent. It, it feels weird to say Marty. Uh, but Marty, yeah, Ma- yeah, Marty. Hello, Marty. Marty. Hello, Marty. Uh, no, uh, Marty Music. Uh, Marty Schwartz. Uh, but yeah, he's just cool. He's just super approachable. He's got great chops. Great player. Like he's probably, uh, should I be ashamed to admit it? I shouldn't because 
because you know he's 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 awesome. But I often, if I get stuck on something that I'm trying to learn, he's like my go-to guy. Just yeah. because one, he produces so much content, and he, he, like if you're trying to learn a song, mm. nine times out of ten, he's done yeah. the, the the lesson on it, yeah. right? And his lessons are super easy to understand. They're pitched at you know exactly the right level and speed and pace for me, where I can just watch his video in thirty seconds and go ah, got it. Thanks, dude. That's how you do it. And I can just steal it with yeah. pride and go, thanks, Marty. That's another one that I've nicked <laughs> off you. Uh, <laughs> and you've just saved me a few hours. Um, but you shouldn't learn a song like that, guys and girls. Well, no, go, I think, I think it properly, it's, but, yeah, yeah, but it depends, right? If you need to get out of jail quick because you're short of time, yeah. you've got a gig, you want somebody yeah. who can explain something to you easily and quickly and make it yeah. digestible. And that's what he's good at, yeah. right? He's that's kind of, what he's great he's at. really yeah. great at. But he's just a fantastic teacher. And, yeah. you know, good personality yeah. to watch there's some people on youtube that i've gone to like gone to their videos for lessons and thought eh, you're not really it's i don't you're not presenting this very well but mm. he's obviously got that part of it down really really well hasn't he he has he's got a big grin on his face he's there's no ego or that comes across on the cat on the camera he makes it super simple for you and exactly as you say he's my get out of jail guitar teacher on on youtube yeah. right where i i'm in a pinch and i need to figure out a song quickly he'll have done a version of it and it's exactly right yeah. To just take it and, and nick it. So yeah. I, owe, I, owe, I owe a lot of Gep gig kind of preparations <laughs> to, to, to Marty yeah. for get, getting me out of a pinch. What man? You probably, um, you probably owe him some money. I probably did. No, I'm not going that far. I'm sure he's earning enough money. I'm sure I mean, he's how many, earning. He, with his 3.46 million subscribers I'm sure on, he's on, doing on YouTube, I, I'm sure he's. I'm sure he doesn't yeah. need any of my uh, my meager meager money. <laughs> Uh, incidentally, on that note, the Guitar Smarts podcast is currently, uh, you know, not with a sponsor. So if anyone would like to, or indeed just buy us, <laughs> yeah, a, yeah, just buy us a coffee, as guests buy have been us, kind yeah, enough to buy do. Buy us a coffee. Uh, you know. Buy us a coffee. Uh, yeah, yeah. Three point four six million subscribers uh, on, on on YouTube would be lovely, of course. I but know. Um, but but uh, you know, a coffee would would be equally just as just <laughs> exactly, as nice. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so yeah, awesome, he's my man. second go go to guy. That's so, a good yeah, shout. I'm, I like that one yeah. Marty Swartz go and check him out um, cool. my my next one is a little bit of a, a, a different one and this is a bit mm-hmm. of an unknown guy because he doesn't have 3.6 oh. million last time I checked mm-hmm. he only had about less than 3,000 subscribers so um, but I heard about this guy through another YouTube channel that's not on my list a guy called Michael mm-hmm. Nielsen who's a composer right. and guitarist he mentioned him and I started following him and okay. I absolutely love this guy's channel uh, it's a guy called Clifton Wright the channel okay. is just called Clifton Wright and um, Wright with a W. Um, and he's actually he's actually a guy who's in the US Army. He's in the US Army. Uh, yeah. I think he was recently stationed out in Japan. Now he's in Germany. But one of the okay. things, he he's in the army as a bandsman. So he plays guitar in the army, you know. Oh, yeah. um, I've uh, got. Yeah. I've, I've just pulled him up on YouTube, and I can see he's in his um, combats. And, yeah, exactly. And desert, so desert combats with, with, his with a pedal board. That's <laughs> right. Yeah, but he does a lot of. He's, he's done a lot of kind of like just ad hoc videos where he's just kind okay. of on his phone recording his rig or doing you know a particular guitar he's got all of, and he does mm-hmm. some properly you know more produced stuff as well. But one of the things I love about him is he is an absolute monster guitar player. 
Okay. He's, he's originally from Texas. He does the country and bluegrass thing amazing. He does the shred thing, does the blues thing. Yeah. He's just an incredibly proficient guitarist. Um, but he does some really cool uh, retro gear demos is one of the reasons I like him. So things like oh, old okay. rack equipment, you know, he really, he, he's a big fan of that like 80s guitar sound. So he does a lot yeah. of that stuff. He's got, you know, he does a lot of vintage pedal demos and stuff like that. Um and part of that is because when he was stationed in Japan, he was able to get hold of a lot of vintage gear quite cheaply and right. kind of repair it himself. Oh, but wow. I really recommend his channel purely. Guy. Yeah, yeah I, I really recommend his channel purely just to see somebody who can really shred and rip it up playing okay. guitar on some really cool equipment. And he's got a really cool and endearing style of presenting. Quite okay. a funny guy, you know, um, but it's just, uh, just I, f- I find him a pleasure to watch. And uh, he's a, it's a cool channel that should be bigger I'm than this. clicking the subscription subscribe button as we speak so he's now earned at least one more subscriber uh today oh, look at that. Sort of, uh, yeah yeah no good recommendation mate i'm just yeah, looking man. over the kind of content he's creating and there's loads of videos that i'd love to watch of his stuff yeah, so, yeah absolutely yeah cool, like he man. did one of the things he did about a year ago is he did a demo of like the boss me8 the, right. one of the most you know, like the 90s iconic effects yeah. pedal you know yeah, and yeah, then yeah. took some of the sounds out of it and then made some tracks with the sounds and it's just like cool. oh, i want to get a boss me8 now this sounds so uh, I, do you know what I've thought of I've often thought of that I've got uh, most of my guitar gear sits in this room and like it's all nicely organised and stuff but up up in the loft there is like my original Zoom uh, 1010 first multi-effects out, pedal I really want to know what that sounds like I can still hear it. now I can hear it <laughs> it's calling it's, it's calling shouting. I still work you've still got the adapter for me plug me in I'm going to do that I'm going to do that. So I'm going to have to go back up into the loft uh, or the attic, whatever you call it, uh, in a couple of weeks to get some stuff down for um, the house. So yeah, I'm going to go up there. I'm going to get that. I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to plug it in and I'm going to tell you how it sounds like. That was my first effects pedal back in 1995. Wow. wow, mate, it should go on your board. Get it on your board. Get it on your board. It's like, a, it's like, put it in your chain as, as one of your multi, a multi effect that you can call up like some tremolos and weird delays yeah. and things like that yeah. why not who cares oh, I'm about gonna get true bypass <laughs> who cares about true bypass and modelling this is pre-modelling yeah, people this is, nothing was modelled in this no exactly it'll still be all analogue probably a little bit digital anyway god, god knows anyway Clifton Wright good, good Clifton shout Wright. next for you uh, who's on your list okay so, so look I'm going to keep with that theme then and go to because there's plenty of like I use the term household names like clearly my yeah. you know my, most households will never have heard of them but in, in in the realms of guitar players there's loads that we we could mention um but i'm going to stick with your theme of um lesser knowns mm-hmm. potentially lesser knowns who i think are worth checking out and this is this is a guy that i only stumbled across i've clearly been living under a rock um <laughs> but i only stumbled across uh in the last two weeks um, and I've just really been enjoying listening to his playing, actually, mm-hmm. in terms of just getting some inspiration. Um, and that is a guy called Joe Robinson. Okay. Uh, so Joe Robinson, he's, he's Australian. Uh, he's an Australian guitar player, um, self-taught guy. Um, he's, he is like a virtuoso guitar player, right? But he actually, and I didn't know this until I've been watching his videos for, for about a week or so. Um, I didn't know, but he got his kind of claim to fame. Right? It was more than a claim to fame. It, it, but he basically, he won um, one of the seasons of a 
Australia's Got Talent. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, but the, the track that made me just stop and just go, wow, that's, that's a great player. And it is his, uh, rendition and cover of Clapton's Layla. Oh, really? Uh, but he's, <clears throat> so there's, there's a couple of versions that he's done. One is just a pure finger style version, but it's the one where he, it's not that one that caught my attention. It's the one where he's playing and singing. And then he does an overdub um, with a with a kind of bit of electric uh, guitar, oh, uh, beautiful yeah. kind of um, Gibson hollow body type thing, yeah. um, and just the, the the finesse of his playing it blew my mind, absolutely yeah. blew my mind. I'd be interested to see what you think of him. Like when you get some time, like put on a really decent set of headphones yeah. or listen through something really like mm. high fidelity. And the nuance of his playing is just, it's just beautiful. It's just so sympathetic mm. as a cover. It's a, it's a very faithful, almost note <clears throat> perfect cover of the Clapton version, but wh- how he's filling out the sound and how he's um, orchestrated it on the guitar with his finger style playing to make it, you know, even, even fuller. His vocals are clean and, and, and really, really nicely done. And then some of his lead work is just, oh, it's just to die for. Mm. But, you know, he's done loads of videos of him playing on online. Mm. And, uh, yeah, I just think, yeah, I've just wow, subscribed. I've just subscribed to him yeah. now. Uh, s- subscribe along with us, listeners. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> go and search for these people whilst we're yeah. If you haven't heard of them, go and search for them and subscribe to them because um, it's exciting to, to have new people to listen to. He deserves a bigger audience than he's got right i mean it's not an it's not a small audience he has a hundred thousand subscribers but yeah when you watch his playing and you go hmm in this day and age of youtube where it's not uncommon for for, for you guitar youtubers to have followers in the millions he, yeah. he definitely warrants warrants having followers in the millions his playing is sublime absolutely sublime he's done some santana stuff which i watched as well which is just great um, yeah. yeah, I've got, I've got, I've got more to of his videos to watch. I'm only kind of just, you know, getting into some of his stuff. But yeah, tasty player, really tasty. I'm excited. Player. I'm excited to to have something new to listen to. It's awesome. Cool. Right. Cool. I'm gonna move. Let's let's get moving with this. So let's my next moving. my next guy I want to recommend is uh, a young chap from the UK called John Nathan Cordy. He's that's the name of his channel. Ooh. John Nathan Cordy, C O R D Y is is the last name. Um, the reason I'm recommending him is because for me, he's one of the best channels on YouTube that frequently mm-hmm. talks about using modeling, using guitar modelers. Mm-hmm. He's, mm-hmm. A, he's a user of them all. He's got, he's got all the helixes. He's got the pod go. He's got all the fractal uh-huh. stuff. He's got some mm-hmm. of the cheaper stuff, the boss stuff, like the nook stuff and the whole tone stuff. Yeah. He does a lot of stuff about using that. He's a big helix fan. Um, but what, what he, what's great about him is he's really innovative with how he uses the modeling gear. So, like okay. we've often talked about why should you use a modeler instead of an actual analog amp? And I've often said, yeah. it's not the stuff that you can do with a modeler that you can't do in the real world that it allows you to do. Like, um, mm-hmm. uh, well, for an example, one of the last videos John Cordy did was about programming keyboard pads into your Helix right. so that you can use the Helix to trigger keyboard sounds. And then he did a demo song of a, an Ed Sheeran song. And it was Castle on the Hill where he's playing the rhythm uh-huh. guitar part. Yeah, great song. And then triggering all the keyboard pads from the Helix. So he's like this really innovative <sighs> user of this equipment. And, and not yeah. only that, he's a monster guitar player as well. I mean, really great right. legato playing, you know, in that kind of uh, 
you know, shred kind of thing, but really tasteful, really ta- mm-hmm. You can tell he's grown up being a big fan of something like Eric Johnson, right? Mm-hmm. That kind mm-hmm. of thing. Um, he does some videos where he's teaching you licks. He does some videos where he's talking mm-hmm. about jazz standards. He does some technical stuff. Um, uh, in, in, and he's just a, you know, interesting um, guy who clearly spends all day playing guitar, you know. Um, and I really recommend going to his channel if you're if you're starting out with modeling for the first time and you need to find some videos from somebody who knows how to set up presets and mm. to give you ideas on how to fine tune the sound to be more natural and things like that. Uh, his channel's got to be at the top of your list. He's really great. Mm-hmm. Nice man. I'm, I'm going to subscribe to that as well. Cool. Yeah, not not heard of not heard of him at all. Um, Amazing. All right. Awesome. So where do we go? From, where do we go from here? Okay. So there's. So I'm. I'm, I'm going to mix it up a little bit. All and right. there's. 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 Um, so we've talked about people that teach us stuff. We've talked mm-hmm. about players that talk about that kind of thing, uh, like music theory and improving technique. But <clears throat> in terms of other guitar related stuff that I get a lot of enjoyment out of watching, gear gear reviews. Like there's yeah. the, the the web is, is is awash with like people giving their opinion on gear reviews, yeah. and it's quite a subjective thing, right? Because you know they might be might be trying out a, a piece of gear that is in their signal chain, and so your mileage may vary with what, how you use it, and 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 all of that. So you've got to you've got to kind of take it with a pinch of salt. But one of the people that's really helped me with my kind of pedal stuff. So you've just recommended somebody really useful if you're on the whole modeling thing, but somebody who's very much into the whole uh, analog pedals, but very much of the ethos that we have, which is you don't have to spend like a thousand bucks on a boutique hand wired pedal to get your dream sound, right? You can get some really great tones from affordable uh, pedals and affordable Mm. gear. He's um, a guy uh, who runs the, the, the channel called In The Blues. So, uh, oh yeah, it's the, the Australian guy. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. I, I either Australian or, or, or New or sorry, either Australian or uh, from New Zealand. Yeah, uh, I, I can't remember. I'm, I'm his name's Shane. I, I've forgotten That's exactly it. where he's based. I need to, I, need I think to he's Australian because I, I follow, I do follow that channel, and I think yeah. he's uh, I think he's based in Melbourne or something like that. Oh, okay, perfect. But I just find his presentation style really engaging. He's, yeah. a, he's a killer. He's a killer blues player. He's a killer yeah. guitar player. Um, but he has turned me on to so many great pedals that are that sit in that budget mid range yeah. level that are really you know good quality gigable pedals as well. Mm. And that's that's the key thing, right? Is you know as gigging guitarists, we want to know that we can take a piece of kit out and, and and make some noise with it in a band. So. Yeah, I remember utilizing his his channel so much when I was building my first pedal board years ago, um, uh, as well as your own advice, Matt, as we were kind of texting backwards and forwards about what to put on the pedal board. And I was yeah. watching his videos simultaneously. Like, so um, yeah, if you if you've not encountered uh, his channel in the blues, um, then yeah, definitely check it out. Um, a great resource for anyone 
looking to put yeah. inexpensive but great sounding pedals onto their board. That's I I I, I value his opinion. It's, it's, you know what? It's you who actually turned me on to his channel indirectly oh, okay. oh, because right. if you remember years ago when we were in Rodeo, you recommended a pedal to me. I and it was the this it was called the X Drive by <laughs> by Byang. I think it was. You can yeah. pick it off on Amazon for about thirty five quid. Yeah. But it's an absolute right. killer tube screamer clone, right? Absolute fantastic yeah. tube screamer. And not only is it a brilliant tube screamer clone, but it has different modes for different mm. like EQ curves or whatever, and you can swap the chip out in it. So the main chip you can swap yeah. out for a different one and get even That's more right. sound. But when you recommended that to me, I thought I'll go and check out YouTube. And one of the first videos was his demo of it. And I thought that's a fantastic demo. Yeah. And he had a demo of like top 10, you know, um, drive pedals under a hundred dollars kind of thing as well. Exactly. As you say, just such a really great resource for, you know, um, for if you, if you are on a budget, I mean, even not, he does some expensive stuff too, but if you are on a budget, he's a superb resource, you know, a really good channel. He is. And I guess why I keep revisiting his channel because there are plenty of people that do great gear reviews on on YouTube, yeah. you know. But what I found is the things that he says and comments on around the tonality of a pedal or the functionality of it and his view on whether that's a good thing or a bad thing, when I then end up going and getting that pedal and experiencing it for myself, I find the same things that yeah. he has said. And, it, and it's not just because I've watched his video, because I've bought pedals first and tried them out and then watched his video on it. So I don't always kind of do it the other way around where I just watch what he's saying is a good pedal and then go and buy it. Sometimes I just, you know, see a pedal, mm. check it out, and then later I'll watch his video. Yeah. And often, more than often, I, he has the same view that I have on that pedal. So then it becomes a, another set of ears for me that I trust because yeah. he's hearing things in the same way that I am or, and, or yeah. the pedal's yeah. responding in the same way. And he, and he had a lot of similar things in his signal chain. So he was using for a long time, and I think he still is, using a Fender Blues Deluxe yeah. um, with a swapped out speaker. Again, yeah. that I, I got that tip from him, right, actually. Really? Yeah. That, so that was, and you know, he plays that, that Changing and that speaker transformed your amp for you, didn't it? Really? Yeah, for sure. For that ca- for sure. Ca- cannabis Rex speaker that you've got in there. Is that uh, right? Yeah. yeah. I didn't, I didn't put the same speaker that he, he put in. Right. I, I, I went, I tried something d- different, but again, his, his advice, um, just because I think he did a video where people were asking what was in his signal chain. And, mm. um, I was just like, Oh, he is using the same amp as me and, and, and pretty much similar parts in his signal chain. So no wonder I'm experiencing and hearing the same things when I'm, you know, buying stuff from his mm. gear reviews. But, um, yeah, he was the one that said, you know, if anyone owns one of these amps, it's a fantastic gigging amp, but do yourself a favor and, and change out the speaker. And, and I did. And again, yeah. he was, he was, he was absolutely right and dead on with that yeah awesome yeah, cool. check him out in the blues his channel is called shane yeah. from from melbourne um go and give him a follow he's fantastic um cool the next one for me i wanted to mention this is a bit of a different again a bit of a different tack mm-hmm. for, this isn't like somebody who really plays a lot this is somebody who yeah. uh i just find has an f- absolutely fascinating channel i don't know if you've heard of it. it's yeah. called the channel's called five what world Ooh, i have heard of that but i yeah. haven't watched a lot of it i, I need so, to i guess I was trying to think how best to describe this channel, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to read you his about page 
from YouTube, oh. okay. Uh, so yeah. he, he says, and I quote, Five Watt World started out as me wrestling with the question of how much gear did I really need after spending decades <laughs> collecting guitars and buying and building amplifiers. As I dug down into what mattered to me most, I realised that no one had made, made short history of the iconic gear, and so I made one about the Telecaster, and that proved very popular. Cool. As I'm always engaged by a good story, I started making others. Now I try to alternate between a video on how to have less gear and histories that I hope will help people find the tone in their heads without having to buy everything that I went through. I hope that works for you. And that's a good guy called Keith. He's based in the States, but some of his videos um, about the history of things, like he's one of them recently has been the tones of Clapton, the guitars of Eric Clapton, uh, uh-huh. you know, short histories on the Les Paul, short history on the Strat. He goes into such fantastic detail without it being overwhelming about information. He's got such a great presentation oh, style as well. He does everything, you know, face to camera um, and he's got a lot of information. Uh, it's just such a great channel. So it's not really about the playing or about, uh, you know, anything educational in terms of, you know, technique yeah. or anything like that. It's just really like a really great um, source of inf- fascinating information presented in a, a really, really wonderful way. Uh, so I recommend his channel, a guy called Keith. I, I, I can, uh, Five Watt World, superb. I can see myself losing a lot of time on that channel. That's like a, that, that's, that's a nice kind of channel to just sit and watch without feeling the need to like have to go and play or just kind of yeah. go and buy more gear or anything like that. It's just kind of like a, just to sit and watch some documentary stuff that's about, exactly about the gear that you yeah. always wanted to know. How did it come about? That's a, that's a great channel. Great that's recommendation. It. Yeah. So superb. Five nice. world. Check him out. Nice man. Uh, cool. Look, in, in the interest of time, because there are literally thousands of, <laughs> of, of amazing YouTube channels. And the more I'm looking at my, the ones I subscribe to, the more I'm realizing, Oh, I'm not going to mention that. I'm not going to mention that. So I'm going to do uh, for me, I'm going to do a couple of honorable mentions, but even though they don't need my help mentioning them, because they are like, super you know uh, yeah. channels that most people have heard of and then i'm going to give one more mention uh of uh, a channel that i just i just love love watching so yeah. honorable mentions that are in my subscribe list that i often you know will watch their content because they're awesome music is win that's a that's a course, you know, yeah. great yeah classic <laughs> chat. great great channel great content yeah. you know great player uh, Tomo Fujita music, of Tomo's course. channel, just yeah. awesome. The legend, John Mayer's yeah. guitar teacher, you know, yeah. great, 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 great channel. Uh, occasionally, if I'm feeling like I've got three hours to devote to watching one singular topic in, covered in depth, I'll watch That Pedal Show. Uh, <laughs> Mick and Dan, absolute <laughs> legends. But honestly, like, I just I just wonder if it's too much detail sometimes to go into like, one, <laughs> yeah. one drive pedal for that yeah. long. But they're, they're great players. and, and yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like, God, the encyclopedic knowledge that oh, those guys have is just enviable. It is just astounding, isn't it? How how much those guys know? Crazy. Yeah. Paul Davids, I mean, the yeah. Dutch legend, man. He his channel. He's great. just super cool, super great player. Yeah, I love yeah. the little challenges he does that he sets other YouTube guitar players and they come back and record stuff for him. And, yeah. Um, you know, I spend a lot of time watching his stuff and he does great lessons. He he helped me get my head around um, Big Love um, by Fleetwood of Mac course. and some of the finger styling on that, which I dutifully learned through him yeah, and then yeah. have subsequently forgotten to <laughs> practice it. But, uh, but thank you, Paul, for helping me figure, up, figure that one out at one point. It's the problem now when I learn stuff. I just forget it because I'm, I'm getting old. Uh, Chris Buck, uh, 
I, yeah. he's just a ridiculous, 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 ridiculous player that has so much talent. It's just unfair. His tone is just to die for. His playing is insane. Um, he has a show called Friday Fretworks, which, yeah, some of it I like, some of it, yeah. Mm. I, I don't think he's the greatest presenter on YouTube or the most engaging with his style. And no no criticism, Chris, because, you know, well, I say that having just criticised you. Um, but... <laughs> I still watch all your videos and I still, and I still find them really interesting. Yeah. Um, but as a guitar player, my God, there's, if, if I could have one ounce of his talent, I'd be a happy man. He is mm. just, just killer. It's enviable. Oh, he's just, oh, anyway, enough, enough said about his playing. If you haven't checked out Chris Buck, do yourself a favor. He is just one of the best guitar players in the world he's, today. He's one of the first guitar players <clears throat> in years that I think, uh, kind of can compete with Derek Trucks for that for, for phrasing mm-hmm. capability. Mm-hmm. Do you know what? Because mm-hmm. like, like Derek Trucks obviously can 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 play and shred, but mm-hmm. the thing that I've always loved about him is he can phrase like an amazing soul singer can phrase. Yeah, like do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like he's playing oh, yeah. sounds like Aretha Franklin singing, and Chris Brooks the first person for years. Yeah. For that, that is the same kind of thing. I'd love to hear those two play. But yeah, Chris oh, Buck, yeah, I, I feel exactly the same. Yeah, his playing just speaks to me in, in the most emotional way. That is, that yeah, is just it's just incredible. Yeah. <clears throat> and then, uh, so, but the final channel that I'm going to mention because um, I almost have had to wean myself off it, and I've had a little bit of a break from it because when I start watching this channel. I go into a deep rabbit hole with it that, that that actually gets to the point where I start to question my life choices and remind myself what my actual dream career is and what I really want to go and do. So the, the channel is Crimson, uh, Crimson Guitars. Yes. <laughs> yes, as Matt, yes. Um, All right, so uh, Crimson Guitars is a guitar builder, Luthier channel. They're based actually wonderfully uh, in the UK, yeah. which pleases me enormously and not that far from, from where, where we live and actually in a part of the world where, where I used to spend a lot of time. Um, and it's a dream of mine to go and study Luthery at a higher level and go from being a, a reasonably competent guitar tech to, to actually being a fully blown Luthier yeah. that can turn a turn a block of wood into something incredible. And if anybody has any inklings towards that, or even if you just like playing guitar and want to just watch some cool guitar based Mm. stuff, go to Crimson Guitars, super charismatic presenting knowledge and skill and craftsmanship that will make you weep uh, all delivered with humor and, and and a a lightheartedness and loads of challenges. And uh, I bought, I buy a lot of their tools and stuff for when I do my guitar tech stuff, their tools and things are quality. Um, Yeah. Just, just, and, and great content and just constantly churning out incredible guitar content that just inspires me to want to, to, just do something different with my life. (laughs) No, I completely agree. But you know what I love about his, about the, the Crimson Guitars channel? One is again, the quality of the content is fantastic, but it is all Mm. about building guitars. Mm -hmm. Um, But some of the videos he does where he builds a guitar, where Ben Crow, so the guy who's the founder of of Crimson Guitars, obviously quite a big company now, I understand. Mm. Uh, But Mm. um, he started this Luthery school, but I love the videos he does where he builds a guitar from scratch 
and yes. you get to see him literally, right, yeah. you know, this is the template I'm going to use, and he's cutting mm-hmm. this fresh piece of wood on a bandsaw, and even things like shaving the neck and everything. It's not like he's putting a kit together or he's kind of setting up a guitar. He really does show you the entire process, and it's mm-hmm. kind of warts and all. You yeah. see him make the mistakes if he makes the mistake. I love that about He shows the entire process he goes to mm-hmm. in, in all honesty, and, and I, I, he's really, really, like you say, charismatic. Don't be put off by the, the tattooed head. <laughs> I love his you know tattooed I mean? head. Yeah, I know, I know he's yeah. got like a fully tattooed head, but he's he's just such a. He seems like such a genuine, honest, nice bloke. Why wouldn't he be with a tattooed head? Yeah. But still, it's just a great channel. Good shout, you, man. You know, you know when you meet people that um, genuinely intimidate, but also excite you by how clever they are. Yeah, like he's he's that guy yes. for me, right? Where yes, it's just like, how do you know? this and how yeah. to do it and how did you get to that level of just you know because yeah. it, it's, it's it's not only creative and skilled it's there's a level of intellect that sits behind all of this that just yeah. astonishes me where I go wow to even for your brain even to be able to work like that is, oh, yeah. is, is yeah. just 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 super cool super yeah. cool so yeah, that's, and, and that's, also mm-hmm. he makes beautiful instruments when mm-hmm. he's finished with them. Mm-hmm. Some of them are just absolutely. Yeah. I mean, he did one in the last year or two called the Nebula. I think mm-hmm. it was like this kind of flat top jazz kind of thing. I've never seen anything like it. it absolutely stunning instrument. And, uh, but what a shout! So I'm gonna. Is, is that is that your list? Is that your? That's, that's that. I mean, look, I could go on for hours, mate, because there are cool. others. But I think I've. I think what I've tried to do is give, as you have as well. Yeah. Um, some kind of grassroots names that everyone knows and and you know if you don't go and check them out but also yeah. mention some some you know more more lesser known um you know sites that people won't yeah. might not have heard of is de- definitely worth their time if they haven't, yeah. haven't stumbled across them already um so yeah that that's that's the ones i'm going to mention today oh well, i'm going to mention i'm going to do the same thing as you before i come to my last one i'm just going to breeze through a few that didn't make it on my top five but are definitely mm. worth sh- looking for so one of them is uh, 501 Chorus Echo mm-hmm. sounds stupid but it's actually a guy called Tom Bukovac which, who's probably one of the top session players in Nashville at the moment oh, okay. uh, he's an incredible oh. guitarist and he just does a lot of like daily session diaries and playing in his house and just talking about things like he might he'd sit there with cool. a sit there with a beer uh, play a guitar for you and then sit there with a beer and tell you a story for 10 minutes that kind of thing you know just very nice. informal uh, another one Alan Hines and that's spelled A-L-L-E-N-H-I-N-D-S Alan Hines is mm-hmm. a uh, teacher in at the I think the, uh, in, at the Music Institute in like California and he's got a channel mm-hmm. and he does some cool stuff on there uh, I like following him mainly because I like his guitar playing it's quite interesting mm-hmm. uh, you know unique way he plays and the way he holds a pick you know um, another one that I really, really like and really recommend is a, another Nashville guy called Jack Rooch, um, mm-hmm. uh, spelled R-U-C-H. He's another great teacher. He does a lot of lessons showing you simple things like how to integrate like a jazz turnaround into a blues and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. If you're a blues guitarist and you're thinking, I wish I could do a bit more jazzier stuff and outside stuff, he's mm-hmm. a great channel to go to. Um and, uh, and then if you want to do, if you want to understand jazz, and I haven't yet, but I just, jazz is something I've wanted to get more into. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, there's another guy from, I think, the Netherlands called Jens Larsen, 
She's mm-hmm. got a fantastic channel uh, of cool. really, really great stuff. But the last one I wanted to mention, uh, and it's another British guy who I don't think gets anywhere near enough um, said about him, is Tom Quayle. Oh, um, yeah. You know, and, and I really love his channel because, first yeah. of all, the quality of his productions is up there with the best, you know, in terms of video quality, editing, the sound quality of his recording. He's one of the best guitar players out there in terms of technique. You know, he's one of those legato guys, but he could play anything. You know, he could play jazz, rock, blues, everything. Um, mm-hmm. Super player, super guitarist, really great channel, does a lot of reviews, does a lot of lessons, does a lot of... Um, you know, kind of demo demonstrations as well. Mm-hmm. He's very upfront about when something's a demo and when something's a review as well. He he will tell you, I've been asked to demo this, not to review it, you know, kind of thing, which means he's not going to be critical necessarily. Mm-hmm. And he's but he's upfront about that. And I like that about him. I like his honesty. Uh but yeah, that's me, Tom Quayle. Go and check him out. So check those guys out. And um I, th- I think that's for all our listeners now, you're probably gonna lose about two weeks worth of your life watching all this. Easily, man. I'm subscribing. <laughs> <laughs> in the last couple of minutes as you've been saying names I'm like yeah don't know that one don't know that one and I'm just literally banging them into yeah. YouTube and hitting, hitting subscribe so my, <laughs> my, my YouTube feed is going to be filled with a whole raft of new stuff man. and um, yeah Tom Quayle someone you'd mentioned to me before and, yeah. I, and, I'd, and I'd watched some of it and gone yeah he's great but forgotten to subscribe so then it then it kind of went, went but yeah. I've subscribed now so that's it I'm, I'm going to get stuck into some of that Awesome. Cool. Yeah, we, there you go. That's that's the evening's entertainment. That, is, that is the evening's entertainment. <laughs> no, apart from gigging tonight, maybe tomorrow yeah. night. Yeah, maybe tomorrow night. I sit down with a nice single malt tonight and watch a few YouTube videos. Actually, you know, I've got to learn some songs for tomorrow's gig. Ah. Yeah, I was going to say I'm gigging. I'm gigging. It's not going to happen, but uh, maybe Sunday. That's Sunday yeah, night sorted. Exactly. That's Sunday Perfect. Sunday night sorted. Yeah. Excellent. All right, bud. Well, it's been lovely to see you again. So long. Oh, mate, it's been too long. We've it's got long. to get to the jam. We've got to get a visit to I the know. jam in the day. I know. <laughs> I know. We really have to. We really, really have to. Yeah. Uh, we, well, the thing is, we're too busy either playing or oh, talking yeah, about well, playing. <laughs> or, 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 yeah, or practicing for some for practicing. gigs. <laughs> yeah, to play. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, we will. Look, mate, oh, I'm glad we're back. Um, I hope I hope the audience enjoyed this one. And um, yeah, no doubt we'll be back. And I've got some, uh, I haven't told you, but I'll text you during the week. Um, I also did um, some, some searching for some guests for the show as well while I was oh, cool. and I've got, got a good couple of couple of leads for us to follow up on one that I'm really excited about so, oh wow uh, looking forward to yeah. hearing more about yeah. that yeah yeah <laughs> cool man alright well, well we'll speak during the week but um, yeah have a, have a great weekend of playing man. yeah absolutely you too but good luck with the gigs good luck with your Thanks, hand man. tonight don't worry just warm up just warm, warm up. up you'll be yeah. all good and I will see you next yeah. week cheers man Take all care. the best mate Thanks so much for listening. Great conversation again. If you like what you hear, then remember there are 60 other episodes you can check out. Go and enjoy them. Anyway, best wishes. See you next time on the Guitar Smarts Podcast. Guitar Smarts.